Wow. Dog Fellowship. Cypress, Texas. My goodness. It's been about five years since I've been here on Sunday morning with y'all. But I tell you what, it's a blessing to be here in Cypress, Texas this morning. Amen. God's people, the army of God, the anointed of God. Hallelujah. My name is Roy Harris, and I am the pastor of the Ark Praise Center in Calvary, Texas. Me and my wife, Cheryl, pastor that church up there. Pastor Goodluck uh, asked me to come down today. Him and his wife, or Angela, they're on a 25-year anniversary vacation. And uh, he asked me to fill in, so... It's a well-deserved vacation for them, and as always, it's an honor to uh, minister to God's people. So this morning, I want you to give yourself a hand praise this morning. Amen. You are the saints of God. Hallelujah. And uh, again, it's an honor to be here. Well, I want to uh, take care of some serious business, first of all. Uh, Pastor Al asked me to agree in prayer for Christy. She's having uh, complications with pregnancy, and I know y'all know how to pray. So we're going to pray this morning for her and believe God for her deliverance. Father God, we, t- we come to you this morning on behalf of Christy. We ask, Father, that uh, you visit her even right now by your spirit. God, touch her from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. Minister your healing virtue where those twins are concerned. No weapon formed against Christy shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up against her in judgment, we here in the name of Jesus condemn it. So Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we believe right now that you're ministering to her and to that situation. We'll give you all the glory all the praise and all of the honor for every manifestation of your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. I look forward to hearing a uh, praise report from that. Amen? Amen. When we pray, the tide of the battle turns. Amen? Amen. Amen. We want to stand to our feet, and we'll do our Isaiah chapter 50, quoting the word of God. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the Lord. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious, nor did I turn away. Amen. That was good. Amen. I want to begin with a word of prayer before we get into our message today. Father God, there's no way that I can teach this lesson unless the Holy Spirit anoints it. Pray, God, that you would open the eyes of our understanding today. Minister grace to the hearers today. Cause your people, Lord God, to hear the voice of Jesus. Speak through me. Cause burdens and yokes to be destroyed and removed. Uh, More than anything, Father, be glorified in this place. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. 
I don't know about you, but I come to get my stuff today. Yes, I did. We've been on a 21-day fast, and I've come to get mine. There are things that God wants to do through us and to us. But it's going to take a tenacity and an audacity and a militancy to receive from God. The devil have robbed from us long enough. And it's our time to shine in the Holy Ghost. 2015, we made a decision that we was going to cross over. And we have. In the name of Jesus, each and every one of us have crossed over. 2016 is the year that each and every one of us, in Jesus' name, by the grace of God, we're going to take possession of those things that God has for us. By way of the power of the Holy Ghost and by covenant relationship with God. I want to begin today, Hebrews chapter 4. And I want these words to find place in you today because God is speaking to you here at the Ark Fellowship. Hebrews 4, verse 4. For he spake in a certain place on the seventh day on this wise. God did rest the seventh day from all of his works. And in this place again... If they shall enter into my rest, that's the theme today, entering into God's rest. Seeing therefore, verse 6, seeing therefore it remaineth that some must enter therein. I want you to see that this morning, that some folk are going to have to enter in. We're, there, there are going to be some people that don't enter in, but everybody here is going to enter in. But in the body of Christ, everybody's not entering into that rest. But here at the Ark Fellowship, we are going to be those who do enter in. Amen? I have to get some agreements this morning. I said amen. 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 <laughs> amen. We're, we're those that, that, that are going to enter in because it's our season to enter into the very best that God has to offer. And to whom it is first preached entered not in because of unbelief. So those could not enter in because of unbelief. Unbelief will paralyze what God wants to do in our lives. But what God has done through this uh, 21-day fast, one of the things that he's done is he's taken unbelief out of our heart. And we are, we're going to be those who walk by faith and not by sight. Those who receive the promises of God simply because we have made a decision to believe the word of God. Let's go, let's go to verse 9. There remained therefore a rest to the people of God. For he that is entered into his rest, he has also ceased from his own works, as God did from his. Somebody's going to enter into the rest of God, that Eden rest that the Bible promises, where all of our needs are met in abundance according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Some Christians are going to do that. My question to you this morning is why not us? 
Why not us? Why should we not be that generation that experiences the unlimited provision of God? But here's the problem. We got to be convinced that this is our portion. We have to let the word of God convince us that all the promises of God in Christ Jesus are yes and amen to us. That somebody in, in, in this generation is going to experience these things. And we at the Ark Fellowship, I was about to say the Ark Praise Center, those in the Ark Praise Center too, but here at the Ark Fellowship are going to receive the benefits of the promise. We're going to walk in the very blessings of God because it's our season to do so. Now what we're going to have to do, we're going to have to let the Word of God become first place in our hearts. When we see the promises of God, we're going to have to grab hold of them and believe that God is speaking directly to you. And don't let the devil continue to rob you of those things that God has freely given to you by way of your faith in Jesus Christ and that covenant relationship that we have with him. All the benefits of the covenant are ours. But we got to become like bulldogs grab hold to it, and refuse to let go. Jesus said in this, in this life we're going to have some tribulation. But on the other side of that, he said, be of a good cheer. I've overcome the world for you. There will be, uh, the enemy's not just going to give it up, but we got to take it. The Bible says that the violent take it by force. And what God, another thing that God has done during this 21-day fast is he's given you a tenacity and a violence in your heart to take back everything that the devil has stolen from you. Ever since you've been a Christian, the enemy has, has stolen certain things from us. But it's our season this year to take it all back in the name of Jesus. Every healing that he's stolen, every, every prosperity that he has stolen, Every blessing that he has stolen. The Bible says that when the thief is found, he got to return it sevenfold. You got to make him do that, though. God has already ordained that these things are ours. But we must become militant in our attitude in receiving it and refuse to be refused. I come out the ghetto. <laughs> I come out of Fifth Ward, Texas. And that's just how we work. We took what we wanted. And even, I'm telling you, it's a place in the spirit where you got to have that type of mindset if you're going to get what God has for you. You got to become tired of being dominated by the devil. Those, you have to make a decision that those days are over and that you're going to eat from the very table of God in your generation. You got to lose that religious mindset and make a decision that today the, the tide of the battle turns. The greater is he that's in me, hey, than he who is in the world. And you ain't just uh, quoting things. It's in your heart and you believe it. This is where God has taken us. But all of, the, uh, all of our understanding has to be based on the word. It's the word of God that we hold on to when the enemy shows us things that are contrary to the promise. So let's go through the word today and let's let the word build us up. Like I say, 
these 21 days that we've been fasting, God is about to deliver to you those things that he has wanted to freely give to you. That before then, you did not have the capacity to receive it. But now, because of this 21-day fast, you now have the capacity to carry that blessing. And the devil won't be able to steal it from you anymore. Let's go to Luke chapter 12. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 12. Now, this is the Lord Jesus talking. Now, part of the problem in receiving that rest, that divine rest that that God has for us and all those blessings, the blessings of, of Abraham that God has for us, is we are, have been slow to believe that God is willing to do these things. But Jesus makes it perfectly clear that God truly wants to bless us in a magnificent way. He says here in verse 32, Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. How many of y'all know he's talking to you and I this morning? He's telling us, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to ask for the very best that God has to offer because he died on the cross that we will receive it. He says, fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give to you the very kingdom of God. Everything that the kingdom of God entails, God has decided through, by way of his cross to give it to us. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost is our portion. All of those Spiritual blessings that the book of Ephesians talks about. Those things are ours as an inheritance. We talked on Wednesday night about how God wanted mankind to possess the earth. That the earth is ours through faith in Jesus Christ. That it's our inheritance. But a lot of times believers don't understand the whole reason for redemption. And that is so that mankind could reclaim through Jesus Christ all those things that Adam lost in, uh, through his rebellion. But we have, the Bible says, we have been redeemed from the curse, Christ being made a curse for us, for it's written, blessed everyone who hang, uh, curses everyone who hangeth on the cross, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles through faith. And if you study the life of Abraham, he was truly abundantly blessed in every area of his life. God has taken us back to the Garden of Eden. Everything that Adam lost in the fall, Jesus Christ has returned that to us, if we'll believe it. Fear not, little flock. It's your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Hallelujah. You don't have to fight for it. You just have to receive it in the name of Jesus. That is our portion in Christ. But like I say, it's time for the church to respond to what God is saying. Too much of the time we, we let folk talk us out of what God has freely given to us. And I'm telling you, it's our season to do that. Let's go to John chapter 10. John chapter 10. These are scriptures that are, you're well familiar with, but God wants you to, them to come real to you today. John chapter 10, verse 10. The Bible says that the thief cometh not but for to steal 
to kill and to destroy. Now, we know who the thief is. It's the devil. He's the one who has attacked you. He's the one that has stolen from you. He's the one that has made you sick in the past. He's the one that has robbed you of your prosperity. But Jesus said, but I'm come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundant. So abundant life is ours. The very Zoe life of God, hallelujah, belongs to us. The very life that God himself enjoys. Jesus said, I've come that you might experience it. The peace of God, the joy of God, the best that heaven has to offer has been uh, delivered unto us. But what we must do is we must reach out by faith, believe and receive it. Let's go to now to uh, Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. Glory to God. I said glory to God. We got to believe the word. That's what we have to do. We have to believe what the Bible says and not what organized religion says. We have to believe what, 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 what God meant when he said that abundant life belongs to us. Matthew 6, verse 10. Jesus said, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Now, a lot of times we, are, we pray that prayer since we were little kids, but we don't really believe it. <laughs> he said, your kingdom come, and it has come. How many of y'all believe that the kingdom has come? Uh, the very kingdom of God dwells within us. Hallelujah. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. So it's the will of God. That everything that's happening in heaven manifests itself on earth. I'm going to say that again. Everything that's happening in heaven, God's will is that it manifests itself on the earth. Hallelujah. That means that uh, there's no sickness in heaven, is there? There should be no sickness on earth where the believer is concerned. There's no poverty or lack in heaven. Well, there should be not any lack in our lives. Hallelujah. It's the will of God that Eden manifests itself in the earth. Jesus Christ has done things that have caused us to receive that. His death, burial, and resurrection has opened to us the very uh, the unlimited grace of God. And there's nothing that God won't do through you and to you if you'll believe it. Again, what's happened to us is that uh, we've been duped by the devil. He has deceived us into thinking that we're, we're not who God says we are. But the Bible says that we're new creations in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. Well, the new birth has afforded us a position in the earth that causes us to drink from the very cup of Jesus Christ. We can sit at the very table of God and eat like sons and daughters. No more crumbs. No more crumbs. We don't, have to, we don't have to beg God to do what he's already done. God wants us to become mature in this knowledge so that we can sit down at the table 
and partake of those things that he has freely given to us. No more broke days. No more sick days. No more days where we're living beneath our privileges. But we're walking in the blessings of God, in the very power of the Holy Ghost, for the glory of God. How many of y'all know God's not glorified when you're sick? God's not glorified when you're broke. God's not glorified when your home is messed up. God's glorified when there's peace. Shalom. Hallelujah. Nothing broken. Nothing missing. So it's the will of God that heaven manifests itself in your life. But it's up to you to receive it. It's up to you to believe it. It's up to you to make up your mind that you won't be denied. Again, why not us? Somebody's going to walk in it. Might as well be you. Somebody's going to experience it in this generation. Might as well be the Ark Fellowship. Might as well be us. Might, you gotta, but here's, here's the thing. You've got to make up your mind that these things are true. You've got to allow the Spirit of God to renew your mind concerning these things. The Bible says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You've got to get in the book. Meditate on it long enough until it becomes real to you. That's one of the things the 21-day fast has done. Now you have the capacity, the spiritual capacity to believe and receive it. He's given to you a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. He's opened the eyes of your understanding so that you'll know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance is in the saints. What is the exceeding greatness of his power to us with? Hey, he's talking to you. Who believes? Y'all got to excuse me. I get excited when I start talking about this. This is the power of God. This is the very grace of God that has been poured out to us. It abounds toward us. The unlimited favor of God abounds toward us on a moment-by-moment basis. But we got to believe it. We got to believe that God's holding nothing back. The only thing that God holds back is his glory. Only he will glory in this. Everything else he wants us to know and receive. Turn over my plate for 21 days. I want my stuff. I got to have it. I got to have it. I gotta, you can sit there cute if you want to, but I, I, I'm telling you, God wants you to receive from him. Renew your mind. Begin to renew your mind to these things. And receive what God has for you. Some of us need to be more convinced. I see that now. Psalms 126. Psalms 126. You're not ordinary. Stop acting ordinary. Stop talking ordinary. Greater is he that's in you than he is. Psalms 126, verse 1. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Some of these things that we're talking about this morning may sound kind of strange to people. May seem uh, impossible. The Bible says with God all things are possible. Some of these things may seem like it's a dream world that, that I'm talking about today, where heaven can manifest itself on the earth. But the Bible says when God turned the captivity of Zion, and Zion is the church, we were like them that dream. We experience 
the very best that God has to offer, the blessings of God, the peace of God, the joy of God. So expect God to do the miraculous in 2016. Expect him to show up in your circumstances and cause you to experience manifold wisdom and blessing in your life. Expect that promotion on your job. Expect God to make you the head and not the tail. Expect him to increase you more and more, which is your portion in Christ. Expect that disease to be eradicated out of your body simply because he bore our sicknesses and carried our diseases on the tree. Sickness and disease has no authority over you and I when we understand who we are in Christ. Poverty has no place in us. He meets all of our needs in abundance according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Somebody needs to hear that this morning. No matter where you are in life, God can lift you up. He can bless you abundantly. He, matter of fact, he's already a bless, blessed you abundantly. We just need to open up our eyes and see that this morning. Romans chapter 5. And if by one man's offense, death reigned by one, much more. Somebody say much more. Much more. They that receive abundance of grace. I like that. Abundance of grace. Manifold grace, hallelujah. They that receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. So the Bible says that we, because we're in the body of Christ, we should be reigning in life. We should be the head and not the tail. We should be the healed and not the sick. We should be those who understand who they are in Christ and receive what God says. Reigning in life. Now, that word, that, that word grace means unmerited favor. What causes the believer to miss out on these things is condemnation. thinking that they don't deserve certain things. Well, in essence, we don't. <laughs> we don't deserve it. But we get it by grace. Unmerited favor. We can't earn these things. That's what I'm trying to get you to see. You can't earn these blessings. They are received because of Jesus. He deserves them. And because we're in Christ, we deserve them. We got to believe the word. The Bible says we're heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. And what does that mean? What does that mean, Roy? What does that mean? That means everything that belongs to Jesus belongs to me. Oh, y'all looking at me funny. The Bible says that everything that belongs to him belongs to me. I got to believe that. I got to receive that. 
as he is, so are we in this world. That's what the Bible says. Jesus is not sick, neither should we be sick. Jesus is not poor, neither should we be poor. Jesus is not depressed, neither should we be depressed. There's an anointing on him that flows to the body. The head is not sick, the body should not be sick. We got to start believing these things. Like I say, somebody's going to walk in this. Why not us? Why not us? We, we, we got to ask ourselves, that question. why not me? Why not me? Why should it be somebody else? Why not the Ark Fellowship? That is our portion in Christ. Ephesians chapter 3. I'm not going to be able to finish this. I see that right now. But that's okay. Ephesians 3, verse 19. And to know the love of Christ. We get all this because Jesus loves us so much. Which passes knowledge. Goes past our human understanding. That's why during that 21 day fast, God starts revealing this love. This great love that he has for us. And we begin to receive from him because of that love. That you might be filled with all the fullness of God. How many of y'all know that's our portion? To be filled with the very fullness of God. Somebody said, well, we'll get that when we get to heaven. No, 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 no. You got it right now. If, matter of fact, if you don't get it right now, you won't sure won't get it when you get to heaven because you won't make it to heaven. <laughs> You better get understand that you feel with it right now. You got everything that you need to reign in life right now. The only thing that has stopped us is a lack of knowledge. But what he's doing, he's, he, he, he's imparting divine supernatural knowledge to his church. The latter reign. It's going to be more dynamic than the former reign. We're going to do things in the name of Jesus. We're going to do things that the early church couldn't do. Because of a greater understanding of what belongs to us by way of the resurrected Jesus. Our portion is going to be bigger than theirs. Simply because of the knowledge that God is imparting to us in these last days. But when God speaks it, you got to receive it. The problem is a lot of times God begins to speak to us and the devil deceives us and says these things are not possible to us. But these things are possible because he said so. That's all I need. All I need is for God to say it's okay. If God says it's okay, I'll receive it. Verse 20. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. Hey, according to the power that worketh in us. We don't know what we got. We, uh, according to the power that's working in you. You got, you got, I got resurrection life flowing in my spirit. Do I deserve it? No, I don't deserve it. 
but I get it anyway because he said I can have it. The exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe. Problem is a, a problem of belief. They could not enter into that rest, Hebrews said, because of unbelief. But we are not those who are, are crippled by unbelief because we believe the word of God. God has opened our spirits up to the realities of the resurrected Jesus and our place in him. He's speaking to you this morning, if you'll only hear. He wants to take you to another level, another place in him that before now you didn't think was possible. Like I say, somebody's got to get it. Why not us? Somebody's going to walk in this. Why not the Ark Fellowship? We're already seeing manifestations of it. Healings, signs and wonders. This church is preaching to 52 nations over there in Africa by way of television. Sending missionaries to Africa, ministering to the hurts and needs of people who don't know Jesus. Reaching out to Calvert, Texas. Bringing hope to a hopeless people. He's just scratching the surface, though. Just scratching the surface. God is about to do things through this ministry and through this body, and I'm talking about you, that's going to blow the, 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 the minds of the world. He's about to do it. The question is, will you receive it this morning? Will you receive it this morning? I'm going to close here in Joshua chapter 1. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Joshua chapter 1, verse 2. God speaking to Joshua after the death of Moses. God says, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise and go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, into a land that I do give to them, even the children of Israel. Then he goes on to say, every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you. As I was with Moses, so will I be with you. Every place that the sole of our foot treads upon. The Bible says God has already given it to us. So if you can walk on it, you can possess it. If you can step on it, hallelujah, you can possess it. If you can see it, God says you can have it as long as you have faith in him. There's nothing that God will not do through you if you'll only believe. Father God, I believe that this has been a word in season for your church, for your covenant people. I believe that you have spoken your perfect will to them concerning them walking and receiving the rest of God, the promise of God 
which is their inheritance. My prayer to them this morning, Father, is that as you speak these things to them in the coming days, that they would understand, receive, and believe the words that you speak to them in their prayer time and in their quiet time. In the name of Jesus, I pray, God. Now, Lord, these things that you have uh, spoken to us this morning are to your covenant people. Those who are in relationship with you through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, through their faith in him. But I'm speaking to those who are, have not made a commitment to Jesus. Who have not uh, yet given their hearts to him. All the things that we've talked about today are indeed possible for you. But if you're not in covenant relationship with him, through faith in Jesus Christ, God can't get these promises to you. But it's not hard to get in relationship with God, covenant relationship with God. You simply have to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. We want to give you that opportunity this morning. All the promises of God in Christ are yes and amen. All the benefits of salvation that we've talked about today can be yours simply by you making a commitment to him. Heaven can be your home if you'll only believe. So today, if you're not giving your life to Jesus Christ and you would like to do so, I want to give you that opportunity today. I want you to raise your hand at the count of three. One, two, three. If there's anybody, amen. Well, maybe you've already given your life to Jesus. And for whatever reason, you haven't been walking with him like you know you should. You've heard the promises of God before, and you felt disqualified because you have not been walking with Jesus. But today you want to rededicate your life to the Lord. The Bible says that God is married to the backslider. You can come back to him and it'll be better than before. So today I want to give you that opportunity. If that is you this morning, I want to give you that opportunity to come back home. That prodigal, you can come back home. He'll love you just like you never left. Amen. So as I can see then that everybody here is born again, ready for heaven. What a blessing. I want to uh, talk to our visitors today. Pastor Andy talked about that connection card. If you uh, would please uh, 
check that and, and fill those uh, connection cards out for us. We'd appreciate it so that we can stay in contact with you. So that we can uh, be a, more of a blessing to you. Just not on Sunday. But we want to be a blessing to you forever. So uh, if that's you this morning, you fill that connection card out and put it in the offering plate. Ushers, uh, please come forth. If you need an offering envelope, and it is offering time. 